money, deals, tribal knowledge, resources, training, coaching, partnering. We are Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. My name is Shanoa Grove. Welcome to the show. Uh, every week we share a new tip of the week, and this one is uh, 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 going to be one of the new ones that we'll have out there. And again, if you'd like to see some of these prior tips, you can just go back and check our YouTube channel. Uh, but I'm curious, um, what the heck does this mean? Anybody? Anybody? No, nobody. Nobody. That's okay. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, I couldn't tell you really either other than it's been translated for me and it's been translated by probably one of our uh, most favorite presidents, uh, JFK. So in one of his speeches, he said, when written in Chinese, the word crisis is composed of two characters. One represents danger and the other opportunity. Yeah. Okay. That's a great quote, right? Here's the problem. Many scholars have since said, that is incorrect, uh, <laughs> that is incorrect, okay? But keep going with it, because it just feels good, doesn't it, right? It's, it's going to feel a lot better than, than the true meaning. So uh, some people have reinterpreted it, reinterpreted it as uh, opportunity instead of the word opportunity might be a change point, right? So, so could this be danger and a change point that we're facing right now? And I think it's also, uh, you know, danger and opportunity. So I was talking to one of the other uh, folks that's here with us tonight, has been investing for about the last 20 years, uh, right alongside uh, Phil and I. And uh, we were talking about what, what we expect in this market. And we were talking about uh, buying subject to and wraparound mortgages. And he was telling me that that, you know, Shanoa, I still have some of those wraps that, you know, we did, you know, back in 04, 05, 06, 07. And, you know, it's like they turned out pretty well. And I'm like, you know what? As we do them again in this market cycle, they're going to turn out even better. Why do we say that? Why do we say that? Guys, when we were first doing wraparound mortgages, those were when interest rates were 7, 7 8%. In some cases, even 9%, right? Uh, so that's, that's where interest rates were when I first started investing, 2003, 2004, 2005. So, uh, but all of the, the properties that we're going to buy subject to using wraparound mortgages uh, over the next several years, what interest rates are they going to be at? Two and a half, three, three and a half. Even the ones that are out right now that are five, five and a half, Guys, they're still going to be way better than the properties that we were buying when we first got started. What does that tell you about real estate investing, life in general, changing? What else does that tell you? I think, I think it's something that's lacking in the real estate market right now. I think it's perspective. The value goes up over time, right? It's not necessarily about timing of the market. It's about time in the market, right? So... Um, and it's about recognizing what the opportunity is. Uh, so, so I love that quote. Crisis is composed of two characters. One represents danger and the other represents opportunity, whether it is right or it is uh, wrong. So uh, Condoleezza Rice has also used this quote. 
uh, as well as Al Gore and, 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 and so many other people, including me. I was about to be using this quote uh, tonight without kind of doing a little bit more research about it to find out that that's a, a change point. And, and change points, are we always at those different opportunities? Are we always at those different moments? The answer is yes. But the ones who win are the ones who are actually going to take action and take advantage of it, right? So, so, so change, you know, and, and I, f I feel like what a lot of people do, and I'm seeing it here right now uh, in this market, is, 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 is when, when people are, when there's uncertainty, when there's fear, what do people do? Well, if, if I get smaller, will it go away? If I don't look at it, will it go away? <laughs> <laughs> That's what people do, right? And uncertainty for many people, they just they don't they don't take any action at all, right? They don't take any action at all. And I'll tell you, uh, you know, when I first got started in this market, um, it was right after the uh, um, dot com boom. It was in the dot com bust. So we had way overbuilt houses, especially in the northern part of uh, Austin, where those were a lot where, where a lot of the tech companies were. So I cut my teeth in a bad market as a real estate investor, and uh, I cut my teeth in one of the hardest markets to cut your teeth in. And then I got through the credit boom, and then I got through the credit bust and survived that one. And that was the worst. Uh, both real estate market as well as um, uh, market in general, right? That any of us have probably ever seen. So, uh, so, so, so those are points of opportunity. And I will tell you, some of the investments that I made as I was starting out in what many people would say was a terrible market to get started in, some of those properties I still own to this day, and they have made me millions and millions of dollars because I took action at a change point, because I saw that there was opportunity. And I knew that, again, it wasn't just about timing of the market, but time in the market, because those values do grow, go up over time. And for us as real estate investors, uh, what is another name for inflation? Appreciation. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the cinnamon, for, cinnamon that's cinnamon. Uh, and that's the synonym for it in the real estate market, right? It's appreciation. Have we seen a little bit of appreciation over the last few years? The answer is yes, absolutely. So you have to uh, look at that. Uh, look at that as opportunity for sure, and that's how I see it. Uh, and I will say, at the time of of the speech that he gave in 1959, uh, the primary subject was the Soviet Union's developing industrial prowess and the challenges to global security it was creating. Huh. Huh. Wow, what's old is new again. <laughs> as, do we feel like we're in kind of a, a similar environment today as we were, for example, in 1959? Uh, and the answer is, uh, and the answer is yes, for sure. Uh, but um, yeah, so just kind of going back in the time machine. And I will tell you, you know, in the, I'll just kind of uh, bring this back to the real estate market specifically. Um, because some may call the, the market that we are in right now, um, uh, you know, a downturn. And most people say that it, uh, a, a recession is two back-to-back -back quarters of what? The GDP being negative, right? Negative year-over-year -year growth. Have we seen that over the last two quarters? And the answer is yes. But what is, the, what is the funniest thing about this recession? We have more jobs than ever. So also, typically in a recession, you have negative job growth. But even though we didn't have as much job growth in, in July as what we had in June, it was still over 318,000 jobs that we added. It wasn't the 380 that we had added in uh, June, but still it was pretty, pretty darn good. 
but uh, we are in uh, a different crisis when it comes to the real estate market specifically. So what does that look like? What are we seeing right now? Uh, sales are down uh, 19% statewide with some cities. Uh, that would be the city of Austin, okay? Down 28% uh, uh, June over June. We don't have all of the, Ju I'm sorry, uh, July over July. We don't have the August numbers yet. Uh, the August numbers for Austin will be probably put out in the next uh, uh, week and a half. Uh, pending sales. Uh, pending sales are our closest leading indicator of what closed sales will be next month. Pending sales are down in some of the markets as much as 20% year over year. While inventory, uh, gosh, uh, we've been operating on, in Austin, for example, uh, much of 2021, we were operating on about a half month supply of inventory, whereas we typically are operating on a six month supply of inventory. That's our 40 year average. Uh, but inventory has grown uh, in some markets as little as 50% year over year, but in some markets like Austin, over 250% year over year. Uh, so that's, uh, that's a big change for us. And then, and, and again, no one feels sorry uh, for any of us real estate investors for this, but price is not growing at the same pace that it was in, in prior and, and last year. So uh, this year it's up about 9% for all of Texas, uh, but last year it was up on average 18%, and in some markets like Austin, it was actually up over 30%. Uh, so yes, I know no one is crying for any of us in this room, but it is still a change over what we uh, were kind of getting used to, especially for those of us who had buy and hold uh, property and have been able to enjoy that over the last many years. And then um, probably our the biggest tale. So you know, I always say that um, you know it's, it's great to look at the actual sales and know what direction they're going, uh, percent increase year over year. And I always say that pending sales are our closest leading indicator of what closed sales will look like the next month. But mortgage applications down six. 63%. That's telling you about two to three months in the future. Okay. Um, now, uh, mortgage applications are obvious or not, maybe not to you guys, uh, maybe to some of you guys, but maybe not to all of you guys. Mortgage uh, applications are going to be hit harder when there's interest rate changes than the actual real estate sales number is. Why is that? Why is that? Because about 30% of the sales on the MLS are what kind of sales? Cash sales. Okay. No loan. Okay. Uh, but the fact that 60, they're seeing a 63% decline, that's a really big deal in terms of what's going to be occurring next. So what does that mean for us as real estate investors? Like, the, you know, there was a, so, so one of the searches that I do in the MLS is, is I do a search for motivated or investor special, right? Or some different phrases like this. And you can get these, these houses auto dropped to you in your, in your inbox, right? From the MLS. Uh, if you're working with a realtor as an example. And these are phrases that literally we have not heard in two years. But guess what's filling up people's inboxes now? Those phrases, right? So if you are dealing with a seller, uh, whether that is a relative or a neighbor that has got to sell, um, this is, this is going to be a great opportunity for you buying as an investor. Now we will still have that challenge. The fact that sellers are always six months behind in terms of what those values are. So it's our job to educate them and bring them up to speed about not just what the values are today, but also what it's going to be looking like in six months when we go to, um, uh, move that property. Now, 
the other thing that is really important in a market like this, uh, more important um, than, and than, in a, than in a really good market, what is that? What is the thing that we have to look out for? Am I boring you, sir? I noticed you look yawning. No, okay, okay. Okay, anybody else want to yawn? Just want to get out and get a seventh inning stretch? Harold got coffee. <laughs> what, else, what, else, what else? What do we really need to make sure we have right? What do we need to make sure we have right? The numbers? What was that? The comparables, the numbers, right? Yes. What else? The comps, yeah? Yeah? What, what else? What else? What else? Who's going to f- budget? Yes, for sure. This is, a, this is the rehab budget. Yeah, so this is an interesting time where um, uh, uh, price growth is slowing, but labor and material growth uh, is still increasing. Okay, so we could absorb it when prices were going up 20 plus percent year over year, it's absorbable. I made a mistake, I screwed up the remodel, I missed this, but the market saved me. Now if you miss something, the market's not gonna throw you a lifeline, the market's gonna punch you in the face while you're drowning, right? Right, that sounds dramatic, but I mean, that's true. So what do we need to make sure we have as, as also as a backup? We need to make sure we have our financing in place. So hard money lenders love to give us loans for how long? Six, six months. Maybe they'll charge you, you know, another two points for an extension, right? So, so are, are they on your side? No. You gotta have financing that's on your side. I, I often refer to it as financing for the win. Anytime we are in a market where there's uncertainty, you've gotta have financing for the win because the financing will give you the backup plan just in case your plan A of inflation goes down, interest rates stop going up, and people start getting back into the market again, goes bad, right? So, so, so what did we see a lot of in 2007, 8, 9, and 10? We saw what I lovingly refer to as the accidental landlord. What does that mean? Their fix and flip was a fix and flop. That's right. So now what do they have to do? I've got to hold it long enough for the values to go up so that I can actually make money on this thing. What's, the, what's kind of one cool advantage of holding it long enough, holding it for that year? Capital gains tax, right, as opposed to traditional income taxes. So financing for the win is critical when we are in an uncertain environment. And that's one of the reasons, too, why we love to use what strategy? An owner finance strategy right, with some of those fixed interest rate mortgages. So that's what I want you guys to think about. Um, in the middle of a, uh, uh, and I won't call it a crisis, I don't think we're in a crisis, but I do think we're in a rapidly changing environment, and I think we need to be pre- prepared for whatever may come up. You know, someone was asking me today, I was talking to another realtor who's been uh, licensed uh, uh, for 20 years as well, and she's like, well, what do you think of the market? I've been meaning to ask you. And I said, I said, I've ne- I have never in my life said, said this until now um, in terms of like what this market hinges on. But all I'm, all I'm caring about right now are what are the inflation numbers. That's all I, that's all I need to know. 
Because if I if the inflation numbers are going up, what do I know uh, uh, Fed Chairman Powell is going to do again? He's going to raise the interest rates. And what do I know is going to happen when he raised the interest rates? It's going to further slow down the real estate market, right? So the only number I care about right now, and, and literally, like, and I've never said this in 20 years. Harold, have you ever said, I'm waiting to know what the interest rate numbers are so I can know what's going to happen in the housing market. Have you ever said that? Now you're saying it though, right? Think about it. Does, is that hinge on what we do? I never thought the price of milk and cheese and bread and would and Arizona iced teas, you know, and my eggs. Like, and you know, it's like, you know, it's like, I never thought like, wow, that's gonna affect my, you know, my, my uh, success as a real estate investor, or my opportunity as a real estate investor, or my strategy as a real estate investor, but I do now. Um, and I want you guys to as well. So, um, uh, I, and, and I want you guys to be thinking differently. So my guess is that uh, very few people who you might be uh, uh, binge watching on YouTube are saying any of the things that I am saying, uh, but I will tell you it comes from 20 years of experience and studying this uh, constantly and also knowing um, you know, what, uh, what are the things that are going to push the dial right now. And we want you guys to be resourced in terms of your network, your knowledge, so that you guys are more successful as business owners as well. You know, our job as entrepreneurs, uh, and this is for you if you are in real estate or any other business, our job as entrepreneurs is to look for the disruption in the marketplace. That's our job. And then our job is to come up with a solution for that disruption and then to put a process along it so we can hand it to somebody else so that we can have them do it for us so that we can look for the next disruption in the market, right? And we can get some scale going there. Uh, that's what we all need to be doing now. That is our job, to look for the disruption in the marketplace. Um, and the more knowledge that we have and the implementation of the right uh, strategies based on this knowledge um, is, is going to be the game changer. And as much as I love uh, learning from my podcast for all things health related, I am not a huge fan of all of you guys on YouTube and podcasts for real estate. Why is that? I, and I have a podcast and I have a YouTube channel, but why do I say that? Why would I say that? Do you guys find it's more hype than... Like, yes, okay? Um, so so I, I, the, the hype piece, like I don't need the hype, I just like need the how-to. The problem with, and the problem with a lot of their how-to is they're, t is they're telling you how to do it in Arizona and how to do it in Utah and how to do it in California. Guys, you need to learn how to do it from people who are doing it in your, in your market. Someone who knows the contracts, who knows... And, and, not, and not the people that are traveling around and teaching you how to, you know, that's wonderful if you want to go and invest in the market that they're in, but it's terrible if you want to apply some of their strategies to this market. My, my, the, the funniest one I get all the time is like, I'm going to get one of some of those tax deeds. It's like, it, you better look someplace else other than Texas because uh, it's the wrong spot. I mean, there's just so many. So, so guys, um, uh, don't, don't try to figure it out yourself. Um, one of the things that we do is to help people uh, get that extra knowledge so that they can be successful. Uh, so excited you guys are all here. Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. If you like today's episode, please subscribe, comment, share with other investors, or join us directly at texasstarterkit.com.